The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Thank you, Craig. Uh, still to come on this broadcast, Annie Lorenzen during the 4 o'clock hour. Why is there such a national debate over gas stoves versus electric electric stoves? We will explain. Next up, though, we uh, check in with Charlotte Mead from Mead Canine Rescue. We want to talk to Charlotte. It's you know difficult enough that she has all these dogs that she's trying to place for adoption. And she depends heavily on her thrift store in the Tascadero for income. But now someone has come in and robbed the place. Anyway, here's Charlotte Mead. Charlotte, good afternoon. Thank you, Dave. And another kind of, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, well, no volunteers were hurt. No no dogs were hurt. So that's yeah. the good news. But boy, did they clean us out. Between Monday at 5 o'clock when Susan left until Carol came in at Tuesday morning at 10, Somebody cleared us out, took every stitch of uh, jewelry and any coins or uh, silver um, that we had in the store. Absolutely just didn't leave a thing behind. So the thrift, um, the thrift store, you. you're located right across the street from the old Kmart. Yes, the plaza that sits really vacant. Um, it's really empty. There's one guy who makes clocks, and they're a kind, kind person who came over and, and made a donation to us to, to help Um but we need your, you know, we're not allowed to buy, we're not allowed to buy things for the thrift shop as a nonprofit. You can't do that uh, against the laws. But we need donations of but costume, we'll get jewelry, there. We'll get and there. silver. We'll get there. Hang um, on. Okay. We'll, 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 let me walk you through this. All right. So okay. somebody broke in, they cleaned you out. You called the police. What are the police saying? Mm-hmm. Well, the police were very kind. They were there as soon as we called. Uh, they looked at what happened. They saw where they entered and where they exited. Uh, they could tell they were on foot, um, which meant they were possibly local. You know, wouldn't it be great if somebody had a little bit of news to share that they might know who might have done this? Uh, didn't leave, didn't even leave our, um, our uh, jewelry that we keep there as backup. Uh, took everything. So they, and they were on foot, but they loaded up. They did not take any cases except for our cash box, which is a fairly decent sized box. And they got a fair amount of cash that night because, uh, nobody was in to collect it that evening, which we all, almost always are. We, we usually have very little cash, happen to have a fair amount. Um, but yeah, it was, um, somebody dumping the cases into, other containers that they could easily get out of the back door with. So it wasn't like they were climbing back out of a window. They easily walked out of the back door. So Um, what are the police doing about this? Well, you know, I'm one of these people that watches all those old detective film noir. I'd be fingerprinting the window. I'd be uh, checking the footprints in the mud back there. But um, I don't think they can really do very much. I stopped at the pawn shop today to just check in. And like they said, too, uh, people who steal like that, they'll either be at swap meets or they won't. They'll be out of the county. You know, they'll send it out or they'll they'll fence it to somebody that's not going to... Uh, we'd recognize a lot of our stuff. I mean, and there was a lot of stuff. Uh, what we sell, we we are strong in the jewelry area. We sell a lot of that. 
Um, but now, now there's there's nothing left. Uh, very little, very little. We did have some in the front window that we that they didn't go to the front window probably because somebody might have seen them. It's a pretty visible corner, um, so that was left on a tree, kind of a hanging tree up in front. We could move a few things around, but really, they got the they got the best of it. You might want to go to the Napomo swap meet on Sunday. I was thinking maybe sending yeah. a few sleuths down there because they took things like um, this is something they took. They took Wizard of Oz figures, little figures that we had priced that are collector collectibles that are fairly expensive. So they they also wiped out that cabinet and dumped that into a bag. So um, yeah, we'd love it if people would would look and uh, you know ask around and Wizard no, of Oz I, figures, lots yeah. of costume jewelry, lots of silver jewelry. I lived in Napalmo for 11 years, and the running joke was if you have something stolen from you, show up Sunday at the swap meet in Napalmo, and you're, you're likely <laughs> to find it. Oh, well. well, then chances are we're going to do it, because I am pretty relentless on that, too. Somebody's stealing from us. The shop looks great. The volunteers put in so much effort. It's never looked better, and everybody was heartbroken. And Carol, who walked into it, was just stunned and frightened and you know it's it's awful to be it's awful to have things stolen they're not even for us i mean they're for the animals they're they're paying the vet bills and you know well charlotte charlotte made for meat canine rescue is here talking about how the thrift store in a tascadero which is a primary source of income for meat canine rescue somebody or some people broke in and cleaned them out how important is that thrift store as a source of income for you Oh, it's amazing. You know, thrift shops are pretty much no-brainers. They don't, I mean, for a nonprofit, that is, because we don't buy things that go in there. Everything's donated. Um, but, yes, they, we operate in the black, and we pay the vet bills from that, and we pay other people's uh, spays and neuters from our thrift shop. We, that's, a, that's our major source of um, income, along with private donations. So yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, and all, we're all volunteer, so nobody's paid to work there. Amazingly hard workers too, um, who put a whole lot into it. So everybody's terribly disappointed, and you know you're a little frightened, and you, you don't want somebody lurking in the store when you open it up in the morning. And uh, so, yeah, Dave, we're taking a step back, but we're not giving up, and we're going to refill those cases. And we just um, and there are so many kind people. I was there for a brief time today, and so many kind people who came up to just say they're sorry. Um, you know, just yeah, who steals from a thrift store? Jeez. Uh, on the Stolberg, yeah. on the Stolberg Tatum yeah. text line, a listener wants to know if you were covered by insurance. Well, I highly doubt it because we don't have itemized lists. There's nothing that's, you know, every item's different. We hadn't photographed what was in the cases for some time, unfortunately. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I, I, would guess we're probably not going to get very far. We have a lot of liability insurance for people, but not stuff. Also, they thrift also on the Stolberg Tatum text line, Ron is listening. Hi, Ron. He says that Charlotte should Ron. mention Ron. Uh, so, sorry, Charlotte should mention Charlotte should mention the collectible Wizard of Oz figurines that were stolen. They're easy to see. Yep. Yes, those were the things that we should be able to identify. And somebody said, well, what if we see them? I said, well, then you act like you want to buy them. You get the guy's phone number or woman, and you, you just tell them you're thinking about it, and then we, we give it to the police. Hmm. Right? 
Wouldn't that make the most sense? I guess. I don't know. I've never been robbed. Don't buy them back. We want to know who stole them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that too. I want to stop those people from stealing from anybody again and stealing, you know, hopefully once burned, you know, we're less likely to be the target now. But but you never know. Sounds like uh, you could use some volunteers who can help you make that place more secure. Yes, we need to. We boarded up the window, but that's making the place dark in the back, our store areas. And so, yes, anybody who has a good idea, and also I know a camera this and a camera that, which we probably should just put up somewhere and install, especially in that back alley that's dark and it faces that 7-Eleven. It's or, um Circle K. So yeah, we're in a we're in a little bit of a, a sh- shaky area. Well, so you, whoever yeah. has any ideas, absolutely. Charlotte just put um, up just put up a sign that says you're under video surveillance. You don't need a camera. <laughs> you just put up a sign yeah. and scare the people off. Well, I think we might even have one. Or well, you know, Dave, they didn't break the front windows. They didn't come. They came through where. They did take, you know, oddly enough, they took the light bulbs out of the, out of the uh, lights in the back, even though the lights don't even go on as far as I know back there. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's fascinating. It's a shame. You know, shame on those people and, and bless the people that care. Yeah. And, and, you know, we well, couldn't dream of anything like that. But, so how can people help on. Meet Canine Rescue? How can we help the thrift store? Well, I'll tell you right now, it's easy. Go ahead and look into your grandmas and your moms and your your own costume jewelry, silver jewelry, jewelry, and even broken stuff we send on to a person I know um, who does gold and silver and sends us great um, amounts of, of uh, donation, uh, cash for, for old gold teeth even. And, you know, just let's replenish our cases. Uh, let's get, we don't keep gold there, so we're not, we're not doing really high end for fear of this kind of thing happening. But we sure do sell a lot of costume jewelry and we are plumb out. We're down to just the dregs. So, um, yes, absolutely. If anybody could do that and they want to know where to donate it, we'll give them a donation receipt and we need to, uh, focus on people making donations of, um, of jewelry. And of course, cash donations, because for a while we won't be, uh, selling the way we usually sell at the thrift shop. <laughs> the dogs are asking for help, too. And that's what Patches has to say about it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He says, here, here. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it's just the kick in the gut. And and it, I feel for the volunteers. It's it's scary, and it's a shame, and we just love the people who shop there. Oh, You know, it's just like Ron. I mean, we just love our clientele. We love our donors, and just... Shocking that somebody did this and probably knew what they were doing and had been in the store enough that we would recognize them. That's the sad thing. Hmm. Uh, I just would encourage you to make the place more secure so that this doesn't happen again. Yes, you, you are right. Do you, you have a la- right. do you have a landlord? Knows how to sleuth. Do you have a landlord? We have a landlord. Oh, yes, we have a landlord. We do not own the building, yeah. unfortunately. So is, um, is there anything yeah. the landlord can do? He's a well-known landlord. He owns a lot of properties, and they know about it. And we checked to see if their cameras from across the street, which property they own, had any could shed any light. And unfortunately, there were some vans blocking the driveway. Um, I have to speak with him and see um, if they're they're going to offer any help um, to maybe put some bars up on the windows and. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Uh, Charlotte, stick with us, please. Charlotte Mead is with us in Meat Canine Rescue, uh, reminding us what a great, important nonprofit they are, but also the sad news that somebody broke in and cleaned them out at the thrift store to Tascadero. 
and she's asking for our support. We'll come back and chat some more. We're live. We're local. This is Hometown Radio. If you're just joining us, we're in conversation with uh, Charlotte Mead from Mead Canine Rescue. Some uh, knucklehead uh, broke into their thrift store Monday night and cleaned them out, cash and valuables. And this is a very important nonprofit. Charlotte, as we're back with you on the Stolberg Tatum text line, uh, a listener is pointing out that there are pictures of the items on your Facebook page. Yes, the items are the Wizard of Oz figurines. We did have pictures of those. And then a lot of the jewelry. People are in the store a lot to look at jewelry. They're big. They're kind of big. Well, they're things we would recognize. And and it would be great if they left some of the tags on because everything's priced. There's a lot of time that's spent by volunteers pricing all that stuff and even uh, getting appraisals and, you know, just a lot of work. And now it starts over. But, yeah, look for look for somebody with a big bunch of jewelry somewhere. <laughs> Um, from everything from earrings to bracelets to necklaces. Yeah, everything. Also, everything. also on the Stolberg Tatum text line, a listener wants to know if you need anything other than jewelry in the store. Um, we, we are, we have an awful lot of other things like clothing and, and, um, shoes and, you know, it's things we sell, kitchen. Uh, right now we're going to be shaking in our boots to try to replenish some jewelry. Um, pretty good on other things, everybody. Uh, we, we are pretty good on other things. It's a relatively small store. <laughs> the jewelry's our moneymaker. And the, uh, um, the same listener wants to know what the hours are for the thrift store. Uh, normally, we're open pretty early. 10 o'clock to 5 o'clock is a safe bet. Uh, well, 10 o'clock to 5 o'clock, usually. A safe bet is 11 to 4. Yeah. And again, it's right across the street from the old Kmart. Seven days a week. At a Tascadero, right next to the, was it Circle K? Uh, next to the Circle K, across from the In-N-Out Burger exit um, on the east side of the highway. Right. Next to a chiropractor office and a little plaza on the corner of Valdez. Everything. Which is probably the way they ran up the road. Probably ran up Valdez, we're guessing, um, rather than hitting El Camino. Uh, the other thing, yes, Dave, you had mentioned, uh, we still have five of the Christmas Eve puppies left. Um, to be on the safe side, I'll say five, possibly four. Remind you know people, what they are now? They're American. Go ahead, Dave. What, what back, back up and remind people of okay. the story. Who are these puppies? The Christmas Eve puppies were found on the grade by a really kind person. A good Samaritan pulled over and found a crate filled with seven puppies left out uh, right on the grade in the cold night. And he brought them here after going to Tascadero Emergency Hospital. And we are now in the process of raising these puppies. Two have been adopted. Two have left the property. They are spayed and neutered. They are ready to go. They're probably about 16 weeks old. They're nice puppies. They're going to be big puppies. They're high energy. They are uh, their parents. They probably were somebody who just couldn't sell them. We have found out from their DNA that one of the parents was an American bully, new breed to me, but I researched it. It's you can look it up. And then the second breed is border collie. So they're um, they're going to be big. Fun, active dogs. Are there, um, are there, come on out. Are there photos on your website? Yes, yes. There are photos on the website, and their names are, um, you'll go through them. They're kind of Christmas Eve names, and they're, um, 
they're nice dogs. They're 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 house training. They're themselves. They're good dogs, and they need homes because it's not quite what we do. Uh, and it's uh, MeadCanineRescue.org is the website. You can go online, see the photos of all the dogs available for adoption. Exactly. Pet finder and adopt a pet as well. And yes, and, and yeah, and they're taking up an awful lot of our time out here, which means, um, yeah, they're, they're ready to go to homes. They're ready to go to good homes. So we need, you know, we need people with the ability to handle a dog, dogs like this, um, people that will be with them and exercise them and, and possibly even have other dogs. They're, they're very dog friendly. There was an article online today uh, that across the country, an increasing problem, Charlotte, uh, are people who are taking their animals and dumping them off at airports. Airports? Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Checking Fascinating. them in, you know, and just leaving them. What a terrible thing to do. That's a terrible place to dump a dog. Can't even imagine. Mm. Uh, doesn't make any sense, does it? I mean, if you're going to dump your dog, we we took one in a couple of weeks ago, dumped at the Templeton Dog Park. That makes sense. Somebody in a dog park is going to try to help, and the dog's at least contained and safe at an airport. You got me there, Dave. On wow. the on the Stolberg Tatum text line, Lynn is listening down in Aurora Grande. Hi, Lynn. She suggests you can get a burglar alarm. Well, maybe that's one of the things we can raise money for. We can help Charlotte afford a burglar alarm. Maybe. You know why? Because the window situation in that shop is, is, is easy enough to, to wire. And maybe somebody knows that's true. If somebody has a security um, a solution, that would be terrific. I'm not great at all that stuff. Yeah. And um, I know that we've had cameras that actually have been bought for us, and I, we've never installed them. Not that it might help, because I know certain things don't. You know, cameras, there's not a lot somebody can do if somebody's masked or whatever, but it would have helped. Yeah, we need something. If somebody has a, an e, you know, a solution that's easy enough and not terribly expensive or willing to help with it uh, or donate it even, um, that would be fantastic. Really, it would make the volunteers feel better. You would, you would think that your high-profile landlord would spring for a burglar alarm. <laughs> well, the building... Yes. Well, the building has a couple of leaks, and let's see, the front's peeling. And um, yes, thank you, Dave. I'm just suggesting. I'll run it by him. We won't mention any names, but since he's he's a high profile. He's a very nice man. Very nice man. He's a very nice man. He's not raised our rent over all these years, and and he is a good person. Um, But he's an elderly person, and I highly doubt I'm going to get very far with him. Most yeah, with that kind of situation. Well, I I would hope that you would uh, have uh, Elaine or somebody else on your team put out a press release because I think we need to get the word out about what happened to you and the call for action. Or you just need you just need everything that you would expect to find in a thrift store. You're asking that people think first of Mead Canine Rescue because you need to replenish your inventory. You know, you're right, Dave, and this is a situation where we should be able to make something good come up, something really bad, and people will step up, and I hope, because, you know, it was, um, wasn't a small amount of jewelry, it was in the thousands, and because we had so much, and it, it's a seller, and so, yes, we need to um, make something come of this, because people are good people, and to steal from animals, because nobody's taken home a salary from that thrift shop. Nobody takes a penny. Our volunteers are the most honest, wonderful volunteers ever. 
And, you know, the policeman brought something up like that. I said, no, 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 not even a, not even a, no, not even a thought. Uh, but it's just, yes, wouldn't that be nice if we had um, help maybe making everybody more comfortable and because we don't want to lose them and they work so hard. And as Charlotte, as Charlotte explained, every penny goes to the animals. Charlotte explained the uh, money from the thrift store has been going for a spay neuter and vet bills. So if you can make a cash donation, you can go online to meadcaninerescue.org. Any size donation will be welcomed, but they've got to make up Absolutely. for what they lost. Yes, we can't go out and buy jewelry with your donations. We'd be paying the vet bills with your donations until we get the jewelry that people will buy again. So that's the whole way it, it goes ahead and, and um, works. Is that your biggest and seller, we, the jewelry? Is that what moves the most in a thrift is, store? I think it is our biggest seller, yes, yes. We sell a lot of shoes, believe it or not, and a lot of um, miscellaneous uh, kitchen and things, but jewelry for sure, yes, absolutely. Hmm. And you saw... You, <laughs> The dog is putting in a plea. And then and then you still got the puppies that you're trying to move. There you go. Yes, uh, yes, we do. And they're nice puppies now that we're getting to know them better, and they're ready to go. They are spayed and neutered, ready to move on. Yay. Hmm. So come on, everyone. What's your dog, um, what's your dog count now? You know, Dave, I took one in from Los Angeles today. We took in a dog from Harbor San Pedro Shelter that Susan brought up when she went to visit. So, you know, we're never, let's just put it this way, we're at about 72 animals today. Uh, all right. MeadCanineRescue.org yeah. is the website. Charlotte Mead, thanks for joining us. I'm so sorry about the news. I got about 30 seconds for a final thought. Well, you are the best. We love you as always. I'm always going to say that Dave Congleton is a great supporter of animals from animal services to all of us here, and we greatly appreciate it, and we're keeping up the good fight, and nothing gets us down, but this was a blow. So thank you, everybody, for caring, because just in the little bit I was there today, wonderful people came in to express their, uh, I guess, condolences. Why not? It was a kick in the gut. But um, we're hanging in, and thank you, everybody. We love you, and Dave, we especially love you. And we love you, Charlotte. Keep up the great work. We'll do what we can for you. All right, off we go. We've got ABC Radio News. Again, that website is meadcaninerescue.org. Do what you can, please. Annie Lorenzen up next. Let's fire up that gas stove, shall we? You're listening to Hometown Radio. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.